0: Okay, here we go hello everybody back good to be back another week with breaking the curses of slavery my name is lisa renee gray and we're here with every step counts ministries and we are talking about breaking the curses of slavery in the courts of heaven we've been on this journey for a couple of months now and god has been doing great and mighty things and i'm so glad that you decided to be a part of it this started because we i read a book last year called Breaking the Curses of Slavery, Prayers for African-Americans by Pamela Burgess Maine. And after I read that book, I got such a deliverance and release. I kept talking to the Lord about, I'd really like to share this. And that's how this came about. You can purchase a book on Amazon. We're asking that you will support the author and leave an excellent review. Uh, she did this as part of her master's
1: degree is what it said in um, theology. Today, this week, we're gonna be
0: talking about iniquity. Iniquity is that which is twisted and that which is distorted. Again, um, we've been on the journey since January. We've gone to the courts of title and deeds for ownership. We've dealt with spiritual implements in the spirit. We've gone to the court of divorce. We've dealt with our ungodly elders. We even dealt with the office of a person overturning false judgments and we dealt with some epigenetics that were on our genes so over and over again god has been faithful and has been showing us things that were going on in the spiritual realm that we were not aware of reason that we can do this is because we're citizens of of heaven according to philippians 3 and 20 and because we are citizens of heaven and that is our kingdom and we have access thank you lord jesus we're dealing with the legacy of the African slave trade. However, as we started doing this, it was it was very apparent that many people have been enslaved, not just those who were in Africa. So this is open to anyone who has an uh, ancestry of slavery. Now with the African slave trade, if you can take a look at the West Coast, from the that purple on the West Coast where they just, Slaves went all across the different continents, whether it was North America, all in the Caribbean, Cuba, Haiti, Jamaica, Santo Domingo, Barbados, into South America, Brazil, Salvador, Rio de Janeiro, and then also Northern Africa and into the Middle East. So there are slaves from Africa that have really went all over the world. So what we're doing is taking a look at this for this entire group of people. One of the things that we talked about early on and I just wanted to bring it back up again was
1: there was some collusion that went on with African tribes. There was a Ghana King that is
0: on YouTube where he apologized for Ghana's participation in
1: slavery. And I'm going to stop sharing for a minute. and that's a little different than what we've been doing. So I just want to say that
0: to you guys, keep in mind that we are both we are predators and we've been the victim. We've been both. And that's why the blood of Jesus reconciles us. That's what's so important about Jesus. That's why everybody needs Jesus. We need them. We need mm-hmm. them to reconcile ourselves back to each other. So we know that the slaves became free. I'm, this is for the United States and the same thing happened in all other countries where the slaves went. Officially, they were free. Officially, the, the slaves were no longer in captivity. However, what we know is that there's been some lingering effects. So what we're doing is the class action lawsuit on behalf of all of those of the class Anyone who has had a slavery ancestry has had some lingering effects, has had some trauma, has had some hurt, has had some pain, has had some um, deficiencies, has had rape. Slavery means rape. The two of them, they go hand in hand. Slavery means degradation, the two go hand in hand. The slavery means somebody's up and somebody's down, the two go hands in hand. Now, what we haven't talked about is those people who were the perpetrators, they end up with a lot of pride, haughtiness, and they can't even see their sin. And guess what? That's in us. <laughs> so who are we? Isaiah 6, and 8 says, the Lord, uh, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send? And who's going to go for us? We all have said, here we are, send me. And this makes you very special. I have to say this because not everybody will respond to the call of the Lord. Not everyone will hear the voice of the Lord when he says, I need somebody to rise above what's taking place. I need somebody who's going to rise above all of the hurt. I need somebody who's going to rise above the trauma that you've experienced. Was it real? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. It was real, but I need somebody who's gonna rise above, take a look at things from a spiritual perspective and reconcile back to me. You see, you can't reconcile half of you back to you. You have to reconcile the whole. God is looking for those who can rise above, who he can work on, who he can heal, who he can help so that you can rise above. He's calling for those who are reconcilers the scripture tells us he's given us the ministry of reconciliation reconcile ourselves back to ourselves back to him back to our family back to our neighbors back to our communities the ministry of reconciliation and not separation and not division which is what that's the only thing you're going to find in this world we have to go higher. <laughs> God is calling us to come up a little higher. We need to go into the spiritual dimension of what's taking place. Matthew 18 and 23 says, therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to, what? Settle accounts with his servants. Well, if he's gonna settle accounts, that means he's keeping a record. That means he's keeping an account. When we have unconfessed sin, it is on our record, but it's not for the good. It's on our record for the bad. First John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. We need a deep clean from all of our unrighteousness because it's piled on us generation after generation after generation after generation. And we walk right into it. We walk right into the family sin. We walk right into the family trauma. We walk right into the family hurt. We walk right into the family business, whatever it is, whether it's the family business of alcoholism, whether it's the family business of witchcraft, whether it's the family business of drug addiction, whether it's the family business of depression, whatever your family business is, we, we are born into it. It's comfortable for us. We don't know anything else. Unconfessed sin, generation after generation after generation after generation is testifying against us. So what are we doing? We're going into the courts of heaven and we're, we're taking that transaction that Jesus did on the cross and that transaction covers us. We must, we must confess our sins. We must confess the sins of our bloodline. We must put the mirror up and take a look and see what's true. So we have to invite the spirit of truth in because it's so easy to deceive ourselves. I'm okay because I'm better than X, Y, and Z. And guess what? You may be better than X, Y, and Z, but you're not okay. See, we're, We've been in this malaise of this culture and we look at Joe and we look at Susie and we say, well, I'm doing all right. I'm doing better than Joe and Susie. When Joe and Susie is never who you compare yourself to. As a matter of fact, if I I remember correctly, my scripture says it's unwise to compare yourself. God has called you and me to be spiritual generational curse breakers to come up higher. That he can show us ourselves without us saying, oh no, that's not me, I would never. Show us ourselves so that he can cleanse us from this, all of the unrighteousness. That's all we're doing. In order to break the curses of slavery, break the curses of iniquity, we have to be able to take a look truthfully and say, what are some of the spiritual doors that were open? What are the things that happened that took place that God, he said he would curse us if we did it. I mean, we don't have to get curses from nobody else. God told us in Deuteronomy 28, if you do this, this. If X, you do X, I'm gonna give you Y. If you do A, I'm gonna give you B. And yet and still, did we, speaking of the African slave trade now, are there things that we done that gave the enemy a inroad into? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we've, we've been talking about that. Are some of those practices that idolatry, that innocent bloodshed, all of the sexual immorality Is that still going on today? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Let's take a look at what happened with the Israelites and their iniquity. Romans 15 and 4 tells us that for whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction. So if we take a look at what happened with what the Israelites did and, and the golden cows that they made, and the mistake that they made, and the hard-hearted, not hard-heartedness that they had, we can get an idea of what's taking place with our ancestors, with our grandparents, with our parents, with us, and what we have passed on to our children. First Corinthians ten and eleven. Now these things happened to them as examples, and they were it was written down as. Warnings for us on whom the fulfillment of the ages has come. There are some things that are being fulfilled because it was written down and we had warnings and we had examples and we didn't heed it. There has been some lingering effects of slavery. Curses will remain in effect for century after century, decade after decade until they're broken until they're recognized and broken. And that's what
1: we're doing. Curses
0: block your blessings of God. They block your prophetic destiny and they block all of the promises that God has given you. How many of us have some prophecies that you're, you've been hanging on to for years and decades and you're not seeing anything? That, that tells you that there's still some blockages some may have come to pass, but anytime your, your uh, blessings have been blocked, your prophetic destiny and the promises of God are not realized, you know that there's some curses in play. And I just haven't met anybody that doesn't have any curses in play. I'm just being frank with you. One of the things that we must do, we must be renewed in our mind and in our thought life. I talked to you guys about this right before we begin. The yeah, are teaching today. Romans 12 and 2 talks about, but we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Ephesians 4 and 23 says to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Second Corinthians 10 and 5 says, we have to destroy arguments and every lofty opinion. You know, we have some opinions and our opinion does not mean that the spirit of truth is there just because it's of our opinion, just because it's the way we think we must make a conscious decision of what we're thinking about and take it captive if it does not line up with life, if it does not line up with the word of God. That's an exercise. That will wear you out. If you have not taken control of your thought life, and you take an hour, four hours, 24 hours, and say, I'm going to think about what I'm thinking about You you could be surprised what's running in the back of your mind. So as I was saying, God's been talking to me about we have to address these soul issues. He is breaking the curses. Well, the curses are breaking the legalities, but we still have these soul wounds. And if we don't take a hold of them, if we don't start recognizing them, if we don't stop playing that same old record then even though the curses have been broken, nothing will change in your life and God will not get the glory out of your life. He won't get the glory out of my life. We're going to have to deal with not just the legal, thank God we can deal with the legal the courts of heaven, but yeah. he wants us to deal with some of our habits, some of our behaviors, and what we're thinking about as well. So this is a picture of Job. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he did what? When he prayed for his friends, his friends who had been nasty to him, his friends who had derated him, his friends who were, who were not supportive of him, his friends who were accusatory of them. But when he prayed for them, he was released from his captivity. Let me think, is that an example for us to follow? Is that the example that we have been following? Have we been praying for for those who say they're friends and they've been friendless to us? If you find that you've been captive in an area of your life, I want you to start making a list of those who you feel abandoned you. Of those you feel um, didn't, were not there for you, they betrayed you. And start praying for them. And then you give God back his scripture because he's not a respected person. Therefore, God said he would turn the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends Will turn the captivity of me as you do the same. So let's take it to what we're talking about in terms of slavery. We have been taught to resent those who were our enslavers. We have taught, been taught to hate them. We have been taught to be angry with them. We have ta- been taught to be enraged against them. We have been taught the minute we see them to expect nothing, nothing good. But is that the spiritual way? Or is that the ways of
1: the world? Mm -hmm.
0: When I saw that picture of that snake on that cross, I got mad, but that's the iniquity. Every time you see some type of symbolism with the snake, that's the enemy that is once again saying that I have dominion. The enemy is saying that, I, that I'm that i the ruler, that I'm the one. There's deceit that's going on with that. There's iniquity, there's a twisting. Everything about the snake is twisting. It's twisting, it's perverted. Leviathan is twisting, twisting our communication, twisting our understanding, twisting our thinking. The only thing that Satan did come to do was to steal, kill, and destroy. But one of the things that the enemy does, he uses us against us. He uses your thought life against you. What kind of twisting is that? It's diabolical. But that's what iniquity does. Iniquity, you no longer realize that you are lawless and you're sinless, that you're um, sinful because it's become so normal. And quote, unquote, everybody it. I think this was, I didn't put that whole scripture in there. I think this was in Deuteronomy. When all these things come upon you, the blessings and the curses I've set before you and call them to mind in all the nations to which the Lord your God has banished you. And when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey his voice with all your heart and all your soul, soul or according to everything I'm giving you today, then he will restore you from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you from all the nations to which he has scattered you. We are asking the Lord right now to restore us from our captivity. We're asking the Lord to have compassion upon us and to gather us because we've been, we're scattered people
1: So let's go before
0: our just judge. Heaven is waiting for
1: us. There's something that's missing there. Hold on. I feel like I'm missing a slide.
0: I must have been thinking about it, not included it in there. Okay, am I back now?
1: Or is it just screen share? Oh yeah, there is. I
0: thought there was more. Okay, hold on guys, I'm gonna take you back. Okay. Can you see the screen or no? So the iniquity is simply, and you've seen this before it's just an entanglement but the only person that's going to be able to untangle us because that's very delicate work is our lord and savior jesus christ we are entangled with the we have to get in his presence and as much as he does with us with the curses there's some things that he has to unravel in you that he's going to do between you and you You and him, I said that wrong, between you and him, it's gonna be a two-person work. So he's not gonna do it all with with just what we're doing here together. With the generational bloodline iniquities, uh, we can talk about celebrating perversity. We can talk about how we see no evil, hear no evil, say no evil. We talk about, we simply don't compromise our moral beliefs for money. These are some of the generational bloodline iniquities. Those are just some, but in, in your neighborhood, in your family, in your culture, we go from sin, then it becomes transgression,
1: then it becomes iniquity. It, it, look, we, we, there's nothing wrong with it. We go from sin, transgressions to iniquity. And we're living in a culture where
0: iniquity abounds. So one of the things we want to do is inquire of the Lord. And there's some scriptures in there where they're inquired of the Lord and they confess their sins. Not just their sins, but theirs and their bloodlines and their um, community and the culture. We have sinned. We and our fathers have
1: sinned. We have done this wickedness. So, repentance is the key to unlock the legalities.
0: And once those legalities are unlocked, you then can walk free of some
1: of your behaviors, some of your ungodly thought patterns, some of your opinions. Have you ever been around somebody who thinks their opinion means everything? Well, that's just just the way it is. That's how I think. Well, that doesn't make it right. but they just did this to me and
0: so the course of heaven helps us to unlock the legalities but we still have to work out our self we still have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling we still have to get into his presence so he can um, take some of these thought patterns these behaviors away from us that we thought we here before, we thought it was okay we, we really did. We thought it was okay because everybody around us was doing that. And as a child, of course,
1: but God is calling us. He's weaning us off of the milk and he's asking us to come up higher. So we have to break the curses and we have to cancel each of the assignments. These curses have assignments. They have targets to stop you from your destiny,
0: to stop you from everything that God said about you. If, for me, he's, well, he's always talked about my voice. I have had to take so many muzzles off of my mouth. The curses have assignments. They have a purpose to
1: stop you and to stop God's plan from going forward. I can look at each of you and, and see some of the assignments that God has given you and, and there's some that you may
0: not be moving in. Well, if, there, if, you're, if you're not moving in it, it's probably because there's a curse that's been assigned to block
1: you. There's,
0: there's demonic that's been assigned to block you. And, and then the way that you think, yeah, you you're probably write, not, I'm not, I can't do it. I don't know how to write a book.
1: How many of us have, God has told us to write a book. I don't know how to write a book. So then we agree with the enemy assignment is to block you and to block God's purposes, to block his kingdom from being expanded. But we have a Lord who is our judge, who is our lawgiver, and he is our king. Isaiah thirty-three twenty-two says, he will save us. Wait, I do. Sorry. So what we want to do is
0: go before the throne of grace today. And we just really want to get before the Father. The iniquity is huge. And we know that it is our Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. But because he is a just judge, there are certain things that he must do. So we have to go before him in the right way and we have to go before him and get some things um, straightened, straightened out, shall we say.
1: So I want to put this up as we go. So Father, we come before
0: you, according to your word, you said to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, give thanks to you and praise your holy name. Father, we bless you for being a good God. We bless you because there is none like you. We ask if you could set up a court today on behalf of your children, on behalf of those who would come before you. We're asking that we would have entrance today into your courtroom so that we could bring our strong petition. We ask that we would come through through the blood of the lamb. Father, we come before you with a class action lawsuit regarding the iniquity that we are seeing Father, that which has been displayed,
1: that which is going forth and going forward. We ask that the judge would be seated and the books would be open. We're requesting
0: that every book would be open regarding the record of the iniquity that has been going on in our collective bloodlines and in this class of people. Father, we come before you and we We say we're guilty. We're guilty of many things. We're guilty more than anything else of adultery and idolatry. Where we have gone after other gods and we have been so rebellious. You told us not to do it and we did it. So Father, we just come and we ask that Jesus would be the propitiation for our sins. Father, we are asking that these curses from the slavery would be taken off the bloodline. But we want to begin with the dedications of the bloodlines. We're asking before you today, Judge, because according to Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, they and and they that dwell within. Father, we're asking that there would be an annulment of every dedication of our bloodlines, of those, God, who are upon the earth, of those who know you, of those who love you, those who are trying their best to serve you and don't know what's going on, Father, they keep getting pulled back as one of the people has said already. Father, we're asking that every dedication of the bloodline, every sale of bloodline be considered null, void. We renounce it. We, we cancel it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would go back in the bloodline. You would go back on the record of every trade that took place on the trading floor of hell where there was a dedication of a bloodline. Father, we're asking that you would take this all the way back to the beginning of time, back before Adam and Eve, back to the very beginning. Father, even back to the Nephilim. Father, any pact that was made, any trade that was made, anything that was received where us and our bloodlines were, were given over, were dedicated. Father, we revoke the authority of anyone And we stand here saying as blood-bought believers that we take back our authority. Father, if there was any quid pro quo agreements, if there is any blood covenants, blood contracts, blood packs, if anything was signed in blood, if if there were any nods, if there was any um, verbal agreements that were made, if anything was traded, so that uh, not just us, but our bloodlines that have been sold Father, we come into this world already in so much iniquity, so much sin, and we know not of where it came from, but because our ancestors have done these things, Father, we say we revoke their right to trade us. We revoke the right regardless of whatever they receive. Father, we say we we want no part of what they receive. We give it all back. We want none of it. We want nothing. Father, we're asking that you would go back in time and you would cleanse these dedications that took place, that you would cleanse the bloodline cells that every time we stepped, our ancestors stepped on those trading floors. Father, we're asking that you would erase the echoes of it, erase the sounds, the frequencies. Father, erase the trauma of it. We were traumatized in our womb because we had been sold and didn't even know. Father, all the witchcraft that took place, forgive us, Lord Jesus. All of the dark um, anointings that we received, the dark powers that we received, we started using them and didn't even realize what we were doing was against you. Father, we're asking right now that you would go back in time and show us that it would be cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. Because your scripture says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness there are they that, and they that dwell therein. The enemy cannot have us. We revoke that authority. We revoke that right. We say we cancel every transaction. Father, we're asking that any transaction that has been recorded in heaven or in hell would be removed, that your angels would, Uh, would wipe it off, off of the books, that we would not be a people dedicated, that we would not be a people dedicated to the Nephilim, the Illuminati, the Freemasonry, to the Mayans, to the Incans, Father, to any of the first peoples, the Egyptians, all of the Egyptian witchcraft, Father, we give it all back all of the fascination with the Egyptians and all the fascination with the pyramids and all the fascination with the Book of the Dead and all of the Egyptian uh, jewelry that's being worn. Father, we say we take no part of it. Anything that has been chained, we want none
1: of it. We're asking that we would be cleansed so that we could choose all Just not just us, but all of our parts. The one true living God. The enemy would have no rights. In the mighty name of Jesus. So Father, we just thank you for what you're doing.
0: We bless you, Father. We we are so grateful for what the Lord did. We were so grateful for his blood, for the blood covering, for what his blood accomplished and what it's accomplishing on our behalf this day. Father, we bring also before you today the gossip. We bring before you today the slander and the innuendo. We bring before you all the promiscuity, Father, that's happening in our in our, our families. Father, it's happening not just in our families, but it's also happening in the communities. It's happening in our neighborhoods, in our nations, as if there's no longer any moral value anymore. Forgive us, dear Lord Jesus. Father, all the drugs, now we're legalizing it bit by bit, step by step. Father, we see this as an iniquity. And we're asking, Father, that you would forgive us and our bloodlines for all illegal drug use. And Father, even for that which is legal, because we know that alcohol is legal, but it has caused more problems than, well, you've talked about strong drink in your, in your work many times. So we're asking for forgiveness. Father, anytime we, didn't, we don't stay together as families, anytime there's family separation, and family distrust and, and arguments, Father, we're asking that you would forgive us. There's so many families that are fighting with one another now. The mother is against the father and the father against the daughter and the adult children against their parents. Father, we're at, we call this all iniquity and we're asking that you would forgive us, oh God. All of the dishonoring of parents. Father, you've told us over and over again to honor our parents and that it comes with a promise and yet instead we're not doing that. We ask that you would forgive us. Forgive us, Father, for all the dishonoring of leadership. Forgive us for for, um, poverty, Father. We're seeing poverty generation after generation after generation. And we know that you did not make us to be poor. Not to mention just the wealth, but even poor in spirit, Father. We ask that that generational curse, that iniquity, that you would cover that with the blood of the lamb. We thank you for what he did on the cross. And we take and we put these sins, we put these iniquities on the cross. Father, the thievery that's been done in our generations. Father, we have stole from people in our families. We stole from people in the community, in the neighborhoods, and now we've stolen so much until we've decided that it's up to the buyer to beware. We've got this, this term that's called laissez-faire let the buyer beware as if we we don't have any integrity anymore father we ask that you would forgive us oh god for every time our integrity was compromised where we compromised ourselves in order to get something that
1: had no value and it had no fruit forgive us god all of the abuse that's going going on in the world, all of the child abuse,
0: the domestic abuse, the sex trafficking. Father, there's so much iniquity, the pornography. We've legalized perversion. This is iniquity. Father, it's nothing but iniquity. We've legalized and called it quote unquote, gentlemen clubs. We've legalized raping of our children, child pornography. Father, we've legalized these things and and we are in absolute and total rebellion. We ask that you would forgive us, oh God. Forgive us, God, for the selling of souls. Forgive us, God, for ancestry DNA when we've given our DNA to these different places and, and now it's being used for diabolical purposes. Father, we ask that you would cover that with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse us, oh God. Cleanse us, oh God, of, of all pyramid worship. Cleanse us, God, of all Freemasonry worship. Cleanse us, oh God, of worship of the dead. And now we're worshiping of vampires and we're worshiping craft and we're calling it, we're worshiping witchcraft and we're worshiping the Father, we have been so idolatrous. But I thank you, God, that you are giving us eyes to see that which we didn't see in the past. We're seeing it now, God, and we're calling it out. We, give you free reign to judge us. Father, we want you to judge all of the iniquity that's in us, that's in our bloodline, and we ask that it be covered with the blood of Jesus so that we can come to you afresh, so that we can come to you in ways that we didn't even know was possible. Father, so that the middle wall of separation will be removed in our minds and our hearts and our bodies Father, those places that the enemy has come and set up shop and has put up demonic guards, we're asking now that the blood of Jesus would be the propitiation for the sin and that you would send legions of angels to rescue your children, rescue parts of us, rescue our DNA for wherever place it is, whether it's above the earth, below the earth, on the earth, in the ground, in the waters, in the seas, this is a place that you created. If it's in the dimensions, Father, we're asking for a complete retrieval of all of our DNA, of all of our parts. Father, we're asking that no matter where we are, that you would come and see about us. You would take us out of captivity. You would take us out of the grave. You would take us out of the wilderness. You would take us out of the caves, not of poverty. You would take us out of all those places that the enemy has tried to torment us. And Father, that we would be cleansed so that we could be whole. We want to be whole so we can wholly serve you. Father, when we sold in our birthright for a pot, a pot, for a bowl of stew, Father, we're asking that you would forgive us. We have sold our birthright through the generations and through the bloodline. But Father, we come right now because you said you were looking for someone who would, who would uh, stand in the gap and who would reconcile. So, Father, we stand here together. We stand here on behalf of all those who will see this at a later time and say we want to be reconciled unto you, the true and the living God, all of the iniquity, all of the entanglement. Father, we know that you are the grand master. You can do anything. So we come before you. We ask that you would take out all of that iniquity that has been on our bloodline generation after generation after generation. And it's continued to pile up and it's gotten so bad, Father, until we don't even see our sin, until we don't even see our own lawlessness. We don't even see. We've made the decision that we're okay. Father, we're asking that you would give us new eyes to see you, new eyes to see the sin in us so that we can see it. Father, we invite the spirit of truth into our members, into our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our souls. Father, we're asking that you would take uh, legions of angels and destroy the structures in our mind where we're thinking wrong, where we have wrong mindsets, where we have perverted mindsets, where we've been twisted and torn, and we don't even realize that we are warring against ourselves, We're, we're warring against you. Father, we bring every judgment that we made against you. We judged you, God. We did not judge you right. We did not judge you good. We judged you because of our pain. We judged you because of our trauma. We're asking that you would forgive us, oh God, for every judgment that we made against you, for every time we did not bless you, for every time we thought something, whether we said it or not, but we
1: thought it it was in our hearts. Father, we're asking that you would strip us of it. What we see, Father, in the mirror does not look good as we see ourselves as we truly
0: are. Father, we love you. But as Paul said in, in uh, Romans seven, we do that which we don't even wanna do. We can And we continue to do it over and over again. Father, every time the enemy has put a time bomb in our bloodline that goes off every so often, we're asking that those time bombs would be removed. We're asking that those clocks would be removed when the enemy has a time to, for our destruction or a time when a, um, even a disease is supposed to strike our body, a time for premature death, a time for a sacrifice, a time for suicide, a time for destruction. Father, we're asking that you will send your angels to remove these
1: off of our bloodlines as we stand here before you in repentance and in deep contrition, God. Forgive us, God, that we can be reconciled to you. Forgive us, God, for all of the homosexuality in our family. Forgive us, God, for all the sodomy.
0: Father, even the Egyptians talked about how it opened the third eye. Forgive us, God, when we went to do wrong, when we rushed to do wrong, when we got excited about doing wrong. Forgive us, God, for the sex temples. Forgive us, God, for the prostitution in our family lives. Forgive us, God, of the witchcraft and control, how we use, quote, unquote, our womenly wiles to get what we wanted. And the truth was, it was nothing but manipulation and control. And, Father, it was taught to
1: us through the generations. So what is that? It's iniquity. It's iniquity. We didn't receive, Father. Forgive us for all the all the uh, mental illness that's
0: in the families, all the bipolar, all the schizophrenia, Father. All the all the disorders of the mind.
1: All of this is from our iniquity. Iniquity that's been passed over and over and over and
0: over again. Father, forgive us for our legalism and our religious spirits. Forgive us for being whitewashed sepulchers, just like the Pharisees. Forgive us for judging our fellow neighbor, for judging other Christians. Forgive us, oh God, when we went into other religions. Forgive us for all those forbidden practices that we were involved in, all of the occult. Father, you've made it very clear that we were not to do it and. There's consequences, and we've had those consequences. So we ask fight right now, God, that you would
1: forgive us. Forgive us for all of the innocent bloodshed, whether it was by rape, when we raped our children, that was innocent bloodshed. When we raped our young women, that was innocent bloodshed. When we murdered, That was innocent bloodshed. When we aborted and sacrificed our babies, that was innocent bloodshed. And Father, the blood that cries out
0: for all of that innocent bloodshed even through the slavery, we're asking that the blood of Jesus would be superimposed over all of that blood that's crying out for recompense. We're asking that Jesus would be the recompense for for all of the innocent bloodshed that we caused ourselves and our ancestors
1: from the beginning of time. We're asking that the frequencies of their sounds. We're asking that all of the destinies that were never fulfilled, that they would be reassigned on
0: the earth so that you would be glory. Father, we stand here before you and we forgive and release all those who have wronged us. We forgive and release those who have betrayed us, those who have abandoned us, those who said they would walk with us and they did not do it. We forgive, release, and we, and we bless them, Lord, as you have forgiven, released, and blessed us for all the things that we have done to others. Father, we ask even now that you would bless all of those that we have cursed.
1: When we spoke
0: ill out of our mouths of others. Father, we're standing here before you and say we are guilty. You said that we would have to give an account for every idle word that came out of our mouth. And we stand here before you and say we are guilty for our idle speech. We ask that you would cleanse our lips as you did with Isaiah. And we ask that everything that we spoke against someone else, We revoke it now, we cancel those words. We cancel the word curses. We cancel those word judgments, Father.
1: Take it out of their books. We apologize for everything that we've seen. And we ask, Father, that if anyone is
0: cursing us, if anyone is speaking word curses over us, Father, we
1: ask that those words would be canceled as well. If there's any authority figures over us that's cursing us, Father, whether knowingly or unknowingly, we ask that the blood of Jesus will cover that and we cancel those curses, Father. If
0: we have cursed any authority figure, we ask right now we revoke that, we cancel it, and we ask that the blood of Jesus will be the propitiation for the sin.
1: Show us how to walk in a new way. Show us how to take every thought captive by it.
0: Show us how to have self-control and control our minds and control our thought life and control what comes off of this tongue. You said it was an iniquity,
1: a world of fire. Help us, oh God, that we could truly be shining lights. People could look at us and follow our Father
0: See the glory on our lives know that it was only by the blood of the lamb
1: that you would get. you would get the glory. Help us do with. Everything that's been crying out against us, we ask that you would silence it now,
0: whether it's known to us or unknown, whether it's hidden or revealed. Father, you keep perfect records. You keep, you even know the number of hairs on our head. Father, you keep perfect records. We're asking that any iniquity that's in our bodies and in our organs would be taken out so that the enemy's plans would not be fulfilled. We're asking that you would renew our youth as the eagle. We're asking that we would run on, oh God, for the kingdom, that we could complete the assignments that you have given us. We're asking that you continue to show us the iniquity that needs to be repented of for ourselves and our
1: bloodlines and for this class of people who have been enslaved in enslavement. Is there anything else we need to include guys? Anything I haven't seen on the chat? Father, we're asking for a complete separation of all entities, of
0: all little G-gods. We're asking that those would be stripped out of our lives, out of our bloodline, that they would no longer have any legal control on us, and that you would send your angels to show us how to walk this walk, how to walk a new walk. And anything that was holding us back, anything that was tied to us, anything that's held on to us, Father, that it would be cut off
1: of us even now as we come before you because you are the just judge and we call you blessed. We thank you for this opportunity in your court today.
0: We thank you for what you've done, what you're doing and what you are yet to do. We thank you that you're stripping us as an onion. We know you can't do it all at one time. We have to acclimate to the newness of life. But Father, we thank you for the opportunity. You continue to beckon us into your courtroom. You continue to warn us to see more of your kingdom. Father, we're asking that as you continue to release things to us, that we would be good stewards. Oh, God. Not not as in the past, but let us be good
1: stewards of that which you have entrusted us with. Let us learn to be faithful in things we haven't been faithful in the past. You bless you this day. Now, Father, we asked if, if we could take this communion in your courtroom. Rebecca, is the communion ready? Is everybody ready to take communion in heaven? Yes.
0: Okay, Opal, I'm going to ask you to to start with the blood. And Susan, if you would do the, I'm sorry, Susan, you
1: want to start with the bread and then Opal, I'll have you finish with the blood. And if you don't have it in front of you, you can just take it in the spirit, guys.
2: Lisa, Susan is uh, no longer on the call. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Thank you. Anybody want to do the bread? Rebecca, you want to do the bread?
3: Yep. Go
0: right
3: ahead. Father God, we thank you. We bless and we honor. We praise you. Worthy is Lamb. Our Lord and our Savior, Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you. For the privilege of being in the court today, representing us and having written our bloodline, thank you for hearing our repentance today. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your blood that is already speaking for us. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing. I heard you say you will go back into the timeline. Thank you. Thank you that we stand today in the court, representing all of the black race as branches with Ami be. We stand today representing, holding your body that was broken for us. We worship and we adore you. That this is a covenant that we're standing in the court Before heaven and earth, before the evil one, to say we are one with Christ. And we're transferring every document over to Yahweh by the reason of the body, broken, and his blood as we stand in the court in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, we bless and we honor you. We give you glory and we give you praise that we stand in agreement today in the blood, under the blood, in the name of Jesus, in the person of Jesus. Before the righteous judge said we eat the body we take the body of Jesus Christ and we stand with one heart to say yes. That our bloodline, our lineage is turned over to our God, our King, our Creator, our Maker. (laughs) That we establish a new covenant. Hallelujah. We stand in agreement to say yes. Jesus, thank you. We bless you. We receive your body, we eat your body, we identify and we are one with you as we eat your flesh. Your body broken for us, broken for our bloodline, broken for us. We receive it in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit as we eat it in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: And our Father, we thank you for the blood. Oh, Lord God, we make much of the blood today. Because of the blood of Yeshua, we stand righteous. We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And this night, we have cleansed our bloodline. We have cleansed our destinies. We have cleansed our DNA because of the blood. Everything that was taking place as we drink of your blood right now in this courtroom, we declare that everything is sealed by the blood of the everlasting covenant. We make much of the blood. So with one heart and complete agreement, we celebrate the victory tonight. Yes. We drink of your blood. Yes. So right now we take your blood and we drink it. Yes. And we say right now that it is drink indeed. And yes. we remember yes. and celebrate all of the victory for us in generations to come, collectively. So we drink right now of your blood.
1: What can wash away your sins?
2: Nothing Nothing but but the blood. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) but the blood. Nothing but (laughs) but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Thank you, Lord. The blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord.